Hi, in this episode of IB Matters, we talk to Humaira Raez of Eastern Public School in Bhopal, India. We focused on the role of inquiry in IB education and on teaching and learning through inquiry in the PYP. Humaira is an experienced PYP coordinator, and she talks about how she guides her teaching staff through training to be inquirers themselves, even as they guide their own students. A programming note. We spoke to each other via Skype, so the audio quality is a bit different from what you've heard in most of our sessions. Welcome to IB Matters, a podcast for those who currently teach, lead, attend, or are interested in international baccalaureate IB schools. Humera, if you would go ahead and just kind of tell us a little about, bit about yourself and your school and, and what role you have there. And first of all, tell us where you are speaking from right now. I'm Humera and I'm uh, from India. I'm an inquiry teacher and a PYP coordinator at Eastern Public School, Bhopal. I joined EPS 11 years back. Uh, that is when I entered the IB world. Okay. Uh, my career kicked off as a grade one teacher. And since then, I'm in love with inquiry-based learning. Over these years, I have earned tons of experience and have tried to dig deeper into inquiry learning. Mm -hmm. When it comes to inquiry, I can go forever. Okay. Kath Murdoch always makes her way in my mind when I talk about inquiry, as her work has always inspired me as a pedagogical leader. Yes. I have always admired her strategies and thoughts. And today, all PYP classrooms are practicing inquiry, and yes, my team is also doing great. I have been um, spending time learning and getting to know more about IB programs. I enjoy networking, learning and sharing whatever I know with the teaching team. So I have attended and participated in conferences and workshops and have led professional development sessions and collaborations. Uh, not only did I get valuable insights, but also got to know so much more about the new trends in education. I have discovered through these years that the job of learn teaching is uh, not limited to teaching, but is also understanding and learning along. That's all about me. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go to training from uh, where you're located in India, where do you travel? Uh, do, you, do you do that in your own uh, city or do you travel to other parts of India or the continent? Yes, uh, we do travel to other parts of India. I have been to Mumbai uh, to attend workshops and also to conduct, to facilitate sessions. Okay. I have been to Delhi. And uh, yeah, uh, so we have been to various parts of India to learn things about inquiry and ID. Yeah, sure. So when you do the facilitating, are you uh, leading inquiry teaching uh, work or are you leading IB programs? Uh, I deal with different parts of IB, like different components of IB programs. I have done uh, assessments in IB and uh, those were uh, actually those were networking uh, sessions uh, led by Saipstar. So, uh, so what I did was I have facilitated a session on student-led conference on assessments in uh, PYP and differentiation. So there are various things, and I have also taken up sessions on inquiry-based teaching. Um, so why don't you tell us, why don't you just jump right into inquiry-based teaching? You said you could go on forever, but let's just go for a few minutes <laughs> and tell us, uh, you know, what is inquiry-based teaching? Inquiry-based teaching is uh, something that I uh, think is not 
it's never teaching alone it's teaching and learning it's about understanding what you do and why you do it uh and it all begins with curiosity you know uh this is an approach where learning happens through wondering questions discussions lot of involvement by the teachers and learners both a uh, lot of reflection happens and uh, this approach incorporates problem solving and it's supposed to be in achieving personal and shared goals uh, i think through inquiry process uh, students mm-hmm. move from the current understanding to new and deeper understanding and what is fascinating uh, here is the way students own their learning and they take actions when they explore inquiry experiences Yeah, the student there's a natural curiosity in young people that this takes advantage of. Mhm. For example, I would like to share um an example of a unit that we did on a machine. There there are various examples that can be shared, but uh, we recently did a unit on machines and that was great too. And we uh, as the unit started, the students they seemed really excited as they being a tech smart generation, you know, they were more into inquiry and how machines are originated, how do they work and so on. So there was a lot of interesting inquiry yeah. that happened in that class. the students had a tug of war on why and how humans are machines and a lot of interesting opinions came up in that debate uh besides they also wrote about their favorite machines and how it happens uh, how it helps them and so on and further when the unit came to its conclusion uh the students were asked to design a machine with an innovative idea and for that they did a they conducted a survey and they met people and found what problems people are facing and how, what can they do about those problems and how can simple machines solve those problems so there mm-hmm. were some amazing prototypes that came from our kids and it was really enthralling so yeah that's how inquiry so students they get to think uh think and you know they use probing questions and they give them thinking prompts they raise questions and wonderings and then they make their decisions uh, you know so that's what happens and a lot of thinking routines yeah. happen in the class uh which leads to uh this kind of uh you know conclusions of the unit sure so do you when you uh train your own teachers in your building do you walk them through some of those those thinking routines you mentioned yes we a lot of professional development sessions uh happen in our schools so when i do it uh when i do it in inquiry based learning and uh, you know before we begin it's not just about introducing teachers to the thinking routine but before we begin to explore the implementation of inquiry based instruction in the class it is important for us as teachers to introspect and ask ourselves that what it takes to be an inquiry teacher what signifies our learning culture and then we discuss how do we develop culture of questioning and curiosity in our classes and then i share and demonstrate uh, the yes. learning routines to them preparing them to get ready to facilitate in an inquiry class um also we are teaching teams plan class inquiries together that also help them to learn how inquiries are being planned uh, but i think professional development and collaborations are not enough if you really want to develop a culture in your school so it is really important and so we do involve teachers in professional inquiries and celebrate their inquiry moments by sharing with each other so we recently had a teaching sharing time followed by my inquiry session uh, with them wherein they shared their inquiry moments with each other through pictures and small video clips and that was an amazing learning experience for all of us 
Um, we also do observing and learning walks, wherein the teachers visit each other's class, uh, each other's class to observe inquiry happening, and we learn from each other's experiences. Also, uh, we created an inquiry moment wall in our PYP corridor where teachers they write any new strategy that they plan to implement in their classes. Uh, the idea is to let everyone know what's happening in the class and to invite other teachers to join in the learning so that they learn from each other, you know. Are there some favorite um, thinking routines that you like yourself or you like your teachers to use? Uh, yeah, there are many. Uh, for example, I like um, uh, working on mind map and then tic-tac-toe uh, is one of my favorites. Then I like uh, sentence starters. So what happens is we can make laminated sentence starters that prompt students to articulate thinking. For example, something I could uh, teach someone else about is I have a better understanding of so the students, they do that. Then there's something called six-word stories. And um, uh, oh, there are many. Uh, for example, we can have uh, five wives. So that's a very powerful thinking strategy and one okay. of my favorites that helps students to dig deeper into something. Then see, think, wonder, make connections. There are many. Uh, think, parents, share. Yes, yeah. yeah. If we, so those and those thinking routines you mentioned are very familiar to those of us uh, in the states as well. And here in Minnesota, we uh, actually had Ron Richard. Uh, talk to our group um, and do a big workshop for us. And the, his thinking routines that are mentioned in his books are, are very well thought of and used widely here in, um, uh, in the States as well. Mm-hmm. In terms of inquiry-based teaching, obviously you work with the PYP mm-hmm. and, and the IB uses uh, you know, inquiry in, in all ages. You work mostly with the elementary age students, but uh, how does that connect? I know in, in our uh, talking about this before the interview, we talked about the IB mission and how this was really part of the mission to have the students be at the center. Uh, how does that work or how does that fit in with your philosophy of of preparing your students and your teachers? Yeah, uh, inquiry-based teaching, I think, is very much connected to uh, IB mission because IB intends to create lifelong learners who are inquirers and knowledgeable, and uh, they can create a better world. And the inquiry process supports the development of international-mindedness. So I think, I feel it is the basis for teaching and learning in all IB programs. Uh, Though I am a a primary PYP expert, but uh, uh, that's how I feel. But these inquiry approaches help to facilitate the development of learner profiles and support students to become critical thinkers, self-managers, collaborators, communicators. And I think that's what IB Mission is, to create lifelong learners who can make this world a better place. Very well said. Very well stated. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, from the student side, you mentioned it. this feeds into their natural curiosity. Mm-hmm. What are some of the, the things that students will say, or how does it change the way they approach their learning when their teacher is taking them through an inquiry approach? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it makes them independent learners, first of all, and uh, they gain a sense of ownership. Because when they feel that they are the ones who are leading their learning without being dominated by the teacher's talk, 
uh, but their voices, their choices are considered to be equally important. They are more engaged and excited about mm-hmm. learning. Uh, I have seen students enjoying and taking leads in their independent inquiries. Their leads and their interest level goes up when they are involved in their passion projects, their eye times. And I think the PYP exhibition is the most powerful example of independent inquiry where students fully take charge of their learning from creating their own central idea, then planning uh, their inquiry, then uh, sorry, planning their researches and their resources and presentations. So students often they share how responsible they feel when they lead inquiries and PYP exhibition. And... Um, this, of course, gives up their desire to learn more and they become better learners. So for those of that are listening that aren't familiar with the PYP exhibition, but that is the culminating project at the end of, of the PYP experience, and it connects right through the IB continuum with community and personal projects in the MYP and the extended essay in the diploma program. And this allows, you know, the young people, especially those that are going to continue in IB, to see kind of the skill building progression as they get older. And you're right, it is a great example of, of, the, of the, what happens to a student as has experienced an inquiry-based education. Sure. Um, let me ask, what, what do you do? So since, you know, you as a teacher and, and as a teacher leader, there are certain objectives, there are certain things that students in your school are supposed to learn. How do you assess those things if the student has learned through an inquiry uh, method? That's an interesting question because, yeah, right. yeah in PYP, uh, the process of learning, you know, the process is as important as the outcome. So the purpose of assessment in an inquiry-based class is for teachers to assess not just their learning, but teaching and uh, learning both. For teachers, it's assessing teaching and learning both and for students to assess their own learning and uh, so that they can set their goals for further improvement. So self-assessments are of great importance in an inquiry-based class. Students are involved in creating success okay. criteria and they receive constructive and regular feedback from the teachers based on their ongoing observa- observations. For example, asking a student about his or her work, uh, what do you find most interesting about this, or what is most challenging? How do you think we can make it better? So throughout the inquiry process, teachers need to assess how skills are being built on throughout the process, and that can be done in many ways. For example, uh, I shared, like I shared many strategies with you, uh, things parents share strategy where students can be given a question or any challenge and um, they are asked, uh, we can do a collaborative quiz. So in an inquiry-based class, one can see variety of assessment strategies uh, happening and um, it's not just assessment of knowledge, but also of skills and um yeah, you can see variety of assessment strategies being used and students being actively involved in the entire process. Also, it is important here it is important for teachers to be skilled in observing students and engaging them in observation. Yeah, so that, that part about uh, students kind of helping design their own assessment is, I think, unique. Most folks, uh, if you're not in an IB school, don't really consider the student's uh, choice as, you know, how would you like to be assessed and what on what criteria. So it certainly shows us a kind of an empowerment uh, 
of the student. Yeah. So in the enhanced uh, PYP, and in, for those of you that are not familiar, the PYP is going through a normal um, evolution and uh, some improvements and changes. And uh, in the it, it's being called the enhanced PYP. And as it becomes part of general practice, uh, one of the key aspects of it is is engaging students in a way that helps give them uh, control over their own uh, work and learning and uh, often called agency, the ability to kind of take on almost anything they, they choose. Right. Uh, so what, um, what else would you like to share about inquiry teaching or your work in your school? Uh, you know, one question I was going to ask is what, what kind of school is it? A, the school you work in, is it a local school, a public school, a uh, private government what type of school do you work in? Um, I work in Eastern Public School, which is the only IB school in the city of Bhopal. That's the only IB school. Okay. And uh, it, it does not provide students with the knowledge of the world, but also embeds core Islamic values amongst them. So this school is a co-ed school, and it is the first uh, Islamic IB continent school in Euro-Asia. Yeah. And yeah, it's not a yeah, it's a not-for-profit school, and uh, with a very clear mission, which is very much aligned with ID mission, which is to right. produce uh, eminent professionals and entrepreneurs with very strong ethical foundations. Mm-hmm. It's a private school. Wonderful, yeah, yeah and that is sounds so, yeah sounds very aligned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and so. Um, Let's see. So, yeah, was there anything else that you wanted to share about um, your work in your school? I wanted to share regarding how planning uh, happens. Uh, how do we plan this kind of learning, you know? Yes, yes, please. Go ahead. So, yeah. So, actually, uh, planning inquiry-based learning is a collaborative effort by the teaching teams, and it needs a lot of brainstorming and planning. So there are two areas which I would like to talk about here. For me, the first step before you start planning a planner, you know, is to build inquiry culture and create appropriate learning environments, which are mindfully designed by the teachers. Um, That invites learners to wonder. So for example, having a class with Wonder Walls, using flexible teachings and um, creating centers like learning of learning where their objects of interest can be placed and it can arouse curiosity. So uh, a place where their questions and researches can be honored. And you know, the idea here is not to beautify the class, but to make students thinking visible. So I often tell my teachers that the displays in our classroom walls should be purposeful and it should exhibit current learning happening in the class. So in our classes, we have created book corners, tinkering and making stations, uh, which are filled with tools and gadgets. And uh, displays are interactive and meaningful, like putting up agreements, questions, strategies, learning intentions, criteria, curiosity cabinets are being created. So that's about planning learning environment. Next, it is important to collaborate. Right. It sounds like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a very engaging classroom for the students. Yes, it has to be really engaging uh, classroom for the students. And next, when it comes to planning, it is important to collaborate and have meaningful conversations with the teaching team. 
So we need to keep in mind that the concepts we choose for students to inquire should be relevant, uh, challenging, and age-appropriate. So in our meetings, instead of just planning a list of activities, we discuss how will our students gain uh, from this experience and how does this connect with the students and what do they already know about it. So our planning begins with a big question, why? So why is it important to learn about sustainability? Why? Uh, what is the relationship between forces and energy? And how does it make the world work? Or maybe how is that connected with culture? So uh, then next mm -hmm. we plan powerful provocations for the students, which is really, really important if we want to arouse curiosity. And that is what will help in taking their inquiries further. So for me, planning... How we share learning intention for the students is also important. And for that, we use split screen uh, and we post questions uh, that connect uh, skills and concepts together. And of course, after that, planning authentic resources, people, places, objects to support inquiry, all of that happens. So, yeah, that's how planning happens in for inquiry. Uh, yep, sounds very purposeful. Yep, it sounds very purposeful. And uh, do you find that uh, teachers um, take a take a while to get used to this? Is this similar to what they would be trained to do normally, or are you kind of starting over with teacher training when you have a new teacher? Um, yes, I have to. I have to do that with the new teachers. And I shared earlier how we then learn and share together. So we have to. Uh, read a lot and uh, share with the teachers. Actually, the collaboration that's, sessions that's, that we do together, that, that is the purpose is to demonstrate how planning actually is done, how thinking is done in an inquiry-based classroom because to teach inquiry students, you have to be an inquiry teacher, <laughs> right? So you have to be an inquirer right. yourself. Right. So that's the first step, and that's what I said, right. that before you plan anything, it is important to develop inquiry mindset, you know? Right. So as a as a teacher, uh, they're learning and they're learning from you in the way that you want their students to learn from them and with them. Exactly. Together. Exactly. So, yeah, you don't just, you don't lecture how to teach by inquiry. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got to, it has to be very similar in context as well. Well, that's lovely. That's great. Um, so what, um, what are the kind of the next steps for these students? Do your students then move on to MYP or do they move on to other schools? No, uh, our school is an ID continuum school. So we have all three programs, MYP and a diploma program as well. Yeah. As well. Great. Yep. Yeah. So these students have a really great opportunity to continue all the way through and, and uh, experience the entire continuum of IB education, which um, is a, is a goal of, of us here too in Minnesota. We have a lot of uh, continuum school districts. And in some cases we have some schools that, um, students start even in before kindergarten, before they're before they're five, when they're three, and go all the way through twelfth grade. Um, and some some even have the career related program, which is, as you know, relatively new. 
Well, um, I want to I want to thank you, Humera. This was a, a, a great uh, first chance for us with our new podcast to explore uh, perspectives from around the world. Um, you were one of our early listeners, and uh, as I put out to everyone who listens and has listened, and by the way, we are closing in on 500 listens to our various podcasts so far, so we're getting a, a good start, um, and it'll be it continues to grow. Uh, but if anyone is listening to this and would like to do something similar about their own school, wherever you're located, please uh, contact us through the website um, and uh, we'd be happy to um, get together with you and, and continue the conversations about IB around the world. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Hamera, for your, your time today. Yeah, thank you for inviting me to this wonderful talk show and I'm really obliged. Um, thank you. You can learn much more about PYP pedagogy and other aspects of PYP education and the IB Pre-K-12 Continuum of Education using links in our podcast notes as well as on the IB website at ibo.org. You can also see more about Eastern Public School in Bhopal, India at their website linked in our podcast notes. Please find all our episodes wherever you get your podcasts and click subscribe so you don't miss any future programs. Follow us on Twitter at MattersIB. Also help us spread the word about IB by liking and sharing the IB Matters links in your own feeds and social networks. In very little time, we have already been heard in over 40 countries, a testament to the global reach of the IB.